Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us at Life Family Church Podcast. We exist to reach, disciple, and empower people to live in the fullness of God. If you're new to our church or want to learn more about us and what we believe, you can check us out online by simply going to lifefamilychurch.net. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Hallelujah. Well, open your Bibles, if you would, please, to the book of Psalms. I want to talk to you this morning about the untapped power of praise. Amen, Pastor. You go for it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> untapped power of praise. You know, sometimes you've got to praise your way through your circumstances. And really not just sometimes. It's all the time. Your proper response to a situation determines the outcome of the situation. Amen? Yeah. So sometimes you just got to just praise your way through it or circumstances you're going through. Instead of reacting, you respond. In the book of Psalms, chapter 68, verse 4, it says this. Sing unto God, sing praises to his name, extol him that runneth upon the heavens by his name of Jehah the Lord, and rejoice before him. Here's something very interesting I want to share with you. It was about three days ago, and in the midst of some chaotic situations, um, I've been listening to a song, and um, you know what, can we just play that? I want you to, I did, I listened to this thing all day long in the truck as I'm driving around, every time I got in there, and I was worshiping God, and I'm going to share with you what happened when it, so let's go ahead and play that. Perfect. So listen to these words. I'm sure some of you have heard this song. Worthy of every song we could ever sing.
Okay, you can be seated. So I played this song over and over and over and over all day. And it was a very challenging day. So when things kind of calmed down, it was probably about 7 or 8 in the evening, and I have an officer at White Sands, and it was just a lot of stuff going on. So after it all calmed down, <clears throat> I was with uh, Juan Cruz, my officer, and I walked around to the security officer's desk, and I was just talking to him, and all of a sudden, one of the employees in White Sands comes out the back door. She steps off the um, step, and she's limping, just limping. So she went to the ladies' room, and I saw her, and then she came out of the ladies' room, and as she was about to go in, I said, hey, how are you? She said, oh, good. I said, I see you limping. What happened? She said, well, earlier in the day, when I was coming to work, I stepped off the curb, and I threw, threw my hip kind of out. I've been in pain all day long. So I said to her, and of course here in full uniform, gun, everything, you know, handcuffs, I, that bulletproof vest, I mean everything. And, she, and I said, can I pray for you? She, it, that sentence alone, she froze. And she went, what? I said, can I pray for you? And then she goes, I haven't heard that from somebody in a very long, long time. And she said, sure. So I walked over to her, and I said, put your hand where it is. So she put her hand, and I put my hand, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I command all the ligaments in Jesus' name to relax. I command the pain to leave in the name of Jesus, and I command you to be healed in Jesus' name. So I said, take your hand off. So I took two steps, and I said, why don't you go and walk? So she came off the step. I mean, she froze, eyeballs, big as marbles. I said, go for a walk. She went, what, 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 what just happened? I said, Jesus healed you. She said, there's no pain. Now, Juan Cruz, he comes here. He's typing in the log. He freezes. He, he goes, and this is what he said. He said, what just happened? He said, Pastor, the whole atmosphere just changed. He said, uh, this is what he said. Uh, I, I got to learn how to do this. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> he said, this is, this is thinking awesome. So Juan's in shock. The lady's in shock. Okay. And her name is Twinika. And, I, and she goes, who are you? Who are you? And I said, well, I pastor here. She said, you're a pastor? And it's like they can't compute, you know, the, the, the outfit to the guy that's in the outfit. Praise God. And like, this ain't making sense. This is not computing, you know. Well, Jehovah's sneaky. Come on, come on, hello, somebody. You know, and she's like the second person that's ever said that to me, you know, because you're, you, but here's the deal. Getting out in the world. You want to see miracles? Start asking. Because that was the easiest thing. She said, well, thank you for healing me. I said, ma'am, I didn't heal you. I said, Jesus healed you. She said, where's your church? 
So I gave her all the information. And then I, I prophesied over her a little bit about she had been in church for a while and things like And I got some more things I need to say to her because later on the Lord showed me some things. And that really gets people's attention when you start reading their AOL.com. Praise God. Amen. It really gets their attention. So next time I see her, I'm going to talk to her because I got to meditating on some stuff. So she's, and then she, um, she had lost the paper, and then I was in there, and she said, hey, Pastor, she said, I need, your, I need the information. She said, I can't come this Sunday because my daughter's getting ready to be deployed to Afghanistan. She said, I got to go see her. And I said, absolutely, you be with your family. She said, but I'm coming. And I said, I'll make sure because I'm here. <laughs> and I'm going to remind you. Yeah, and I had somebody tell me they were going to come to church today, so guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to remind them this week. Yeah, her name is Katie, but we call her Squirrel. James gave her that nickname. Praise God. Amen. It's just kind of stuck. So why, why, why would Squirrel stick? Because sometimes people can get kind of squirrely. <laughs> so there you go. So, but here, here was the key thing. I worshiped God all day. And the really interesting thing is, like, later in the afternoon, I actually was in my truck, and I was parked in our security truck, and I was parked, and the anointing came into the truck, and I just started weeping, and I started laughing, just by myself, me and the Lord. But here's the key. It was worship. It was praise. So even in the midst of chaos, there is something about praising and worshiping God that calms the storm. Praise and worship calms the mental storm. Sometimes our minds are just going so, uh, 100 miles an hour, I mean, I had to apologize to somebody yesterday because I almost ran them over backwards, which might not have been a bad thing. <laughs> but I had to apologize because, you know, I worked, I worked all day. You know, I worked all day yesterday. I mean, like, within, a, within moments at some of these contracts that we have, I mean, chaos can break out. I mean, like, you're trying to prevent patients from leaving and then, and then they give you lip and then you try to be really, really nice to them and you tell them you don't want to escalate things because you don't want to, you know, to have the police come and they put you in an ambulance and then they're Baker acted and all that kind of stuff. And you don't want to go that far, you know, you just don't, and you try to warn them and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then they get really mouthy and then you know they're the type of person that would do something because they just don't want to be somewhere, Right? And so all of a sudden, you know, after we calmed this one person down and they went in the, not more than 10 minutes later, the fire alarm goes off. And I thought, oh, snap, they went to a pool station and pulled the fire alarm and you got 100 people in a facility. Now you go into another mode where you got to get everybody out. Okay, because the person wants to leave and then you don't want, in, in, in a chaotic situation, that's what Satan does. Come on, hello somebody, so that he can get away with something. Okay, so come to find out, and it, nobody pulled any stations, but somebody went into the kitchen and put a plate and cranked the um, microwave, and it caused a smoke situation and all that kind of stuff. And so here's everybody, they're hauling. Okay. It's not a good day when you've got to haul 100 drug people that are getting rehabbed out the door into an area where they don't need to be. Hello. It's not good. So I, I pulled up to the side gate, you know, and they're all, all of them were coming out. And even one of the patients said, yeah, this is probably not good having 100 drug addicts walking out 
this gate area. I said, you're right. <laughs> it's not good. Not good. But, you know, people, they're just coming out. And, not, and then I got all clear from the, the head person and said, okay, everybody's out. We're all safe. So I'm talking to the, one of the head persons, and they're giving me the all clear that everybody's out of the rooms and everything. So I just start backing up. Well, I didn't realize that Hobbelong decided to not go in front of the truck. They decided to go behind the truck. And then when, te- when somebody tells you, we got everybody, then you believe them. I'm learning not to always you try to think the best of everybody. I mean, the Bible, you try to think the best. But when you got Hobbelong, who doesn't go in front of the truck. So I... I, I'm, I'm talking to the individual, trying to get everybody. He's talking to the person that's giving the all clear that everybody's out. And I start backing the truck up. And so I have to, very slow. Thank God I didn't. Oh. <laughs> and it wasn't the bumper curb in the road. Praise God. Amen. And so then so they finally made it around after about a year. You know, do you know that some people put that on? Yeah, pay attention to me. I'm, I'm self-absorbed. Yeah. So and then, then they got all angry with me. Didn't you save me? Did you? You, you almost ran me. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Next time I'll push the accelerator faster. We'll just solve the problem. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. So sometimes you just got to praise your way through the situation. Did you know that? Are people being emboldened today? I don't know if you've ever crossed people that are really bold. And have they, aren't they getting more emboldened? You know, I mean, they, they'll cuss you. They'll give you the digit. They'll do all kinds of things to you. They'll go, could you imagine somebody talking bad about you at work? <laughs> they just talk behind your back and everything, and it's all untrue. Y'all never deal with anybody like that, have you? You know, I mean, it just, you're like, what the heck? I, I wasn't there. Well, it looked like you. Well, what do you mean it looked like me? I don't, I don't have any twins. Come on, hello, something, you know? <clears throat> so what do you got to do? You got to praise. Jesus, the only name. <laughs> I live for you. Come on, hello, somebody. Amen. Yeah, you got to put, sometimes, the Bible talks about putting on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. When that sucker tries to come on you, you just got to lift your hands. And you just got to start worshiping the Lord. It will help you through your day. I mean, it's really, really important that you do that. We see this in the book of Psalms 150, verses 1 through 6. It says, praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power, praise him for his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with the sound of the trumpet, praise him with the psaltery and the harp, praise him with the cymbal and dance. Come on. Praise Him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud-sounding cymbals. Praise Him with the high-sounding cism. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. So it sounds like there's a lot of cymbals being played, right? (laughs) Woo! 
Sometimes you just got to praise him. It changes the atmosphere. Woo! Hallelujah. Why do you think that Jehoshaphat told the Israel army, put all the praisers and the singers in front of the army? Because there's just something about praising the Lord that confuses the camp of the enemy to the point that they turn on themselves. And then you just show up and take all the spoils. The Lord is your front guard. He is your rear guard. He stands by your side. A thousand falls and ten thousand at your right hand. And here's the good news. It shall not come nigh your dwelling. Because when the Lord of the battle, you will always be victorious. Because 2,000 years ago, on that cross, when Jesus said, it is finished, that means every situation, every trial and tribulation from that point on till now, and even in the future, means that you always win. Because you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You are going over. You are not going under. Greater is he that is in you. That is he that is in the world. Weapons may form, but they will not prosper in the name of Jesus. Because if God is for you, who can be against you? Not anybody. Not the demons of hell. Not Satan himself. So when it comes to a time when you've had enough and you're sick and tired of the situation... And then you'll think, I should have did this at the beginning. Because I wouldn't be going through what I'm going through right now. The word praise means this. It's an external act of sacrifice. Praise is an external act of sacrifice. That's the reason why we encourage you when you come in on Sunday morning. Leave whatever you have at the door. That's the reason why we encourage you to lift your hands. That's the reason why we encourage you to sing and praise the the Lord. It's important. Praise is the external act of sacrifice, which by influencing your will makes us proceed to action. His presence will always invoke a response. It will either be negative or it will be positive. His presence always invokes a response. A negative response to God's presence would be why everybody's singing, look what the Lord has done. <laughs> look what. Praise the Lord, everybody. The Lord's been good to me. Look what the Lord has done. And everybody beside you. Praise the Lord. This is me excited. Okay. No, it invokes a response. It can be positive, it can be negative. Jeremiah 33, 11 says this. The voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. The voice of them that shall say, praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy endureth forever, and of them shall bring forth the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. So sometimes you just feel like, my God, I just crawled out of bed, got into an argument with my wife, the kids are snotty-nosed, they don't want to come to church, trying to get them, trying to get out the doors, it takes two hours to get everybody up and fed and dressed and everything, and then on the way to church, you get into fisticuffs with your spouse. But in that service, 
would have been a Kiros moment, a divine word to actually get you through that trial and tribulation, and Satan prevented you from coming. And that, ha- that has happened all over the United States this morning. And that has happened around the world where they're having church on Sunday morning. I guarantee you there were families that got up this morning. They were all ready for church. They got in the car, and everybody, and then they started fisticuffing and all that kind of stuff, and they turned around and went back home. And that morning would have been a divine miracle, a divine thing, a divine word to actually take them to the next level. This, this response of praise and worship will solve everything. Husbands and wives, if you get into fisticuffs, both of you just stop, recognize, recognize what's going on, recognize that Satan is trying to cause division because that's what strife does, and it takes two. It's not just one or the other. There's got to be cooperation with the two of us because we're both going to be held accountable for the fruit of the Spirit. Now, gentlemen, let me help you a little bit. You are the lead of your family. That's true. So if you stop and you lift your hands and you start worshiping God and your wife walks out of the room, then at least you're right. She's going to have to deal with Jesus. She's the one that's going to come back and have to apologize. But husbands, if your wife stops right in the middle of the fisticuffing and she lifts her hands, you have a responsibility. You can either huff and puff and go out the room or you can lift your hands too and then repent for not taking the lead. Amen, pastor. That was a good word. You keep on preaching, brother. I believe I will. Thank you for the encouragement. Because see, this is what's going to happen. Strife is going to be rampant in the world. It's going to increase. The cognitive reasoning of the people in the world, they will open their mouth and they won't make a lick of sense. Just watch CNN and some of the politicians who have opened their minds to the total demonic. I don't know if you ever realized something, but Satan doesn't make a lick of sense. He's insane. He doesn't understand cognitive reasoning. He's insane. It's insanity to think that you could actually take over the throne of the most high God, the one that created you, and you think you're going to trump him? I don't care how many angels you got. Never going to happen. And just the thinking process of you think that you could, is actually insanity. You need to be locked up with a ball and chain around your ankle and thrown into a pit that's bottomless. And believe me, with a ball and chain, you will accelerate to high speed. Let me give you some good news because we're all ahead of the game. This right here will keep you totally sane and with reason. And you will make sense when you speak. Right here, this is right here. That's the reason why Psalms 119 verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hebrews 4.12, for the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the dividing of soul and spirit and joints of marrow. Psalms 119 verse 105, thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And so when you hide the word in your heart, when you read the word, it keeps you mentally stable. It keeps you mentally sane when everybody else is going crazy. And watch this. Not only the word, but worship. Worship, praise and worship. Praise and worship calms the mind. It calms the mind. It changes the atmosphere. 
And you can listen to it during the day. I know, I know that Gabe, you know, he's part of UPS, but man, he's got his iPod on his truck all day long. What an awesome thing. He can listen to 45 chapters of the book of Psalms. How would you like to be able to listen to 45 chapters of the book of Psalms? Can't, faith comes by reading and by hearing. Come on, hello, somebody. Amen. So if you can't sit and read 45 chapters of the book of Psalms, at least you can just plug in the, the, your spirit man's absorbing it, even though you're driving and even though you're doing Hello, come on now. Or you could just, if a song ministers to you and it takes you from this natural realm to the spiritual realm, hello, play that sucker over and over and over. Man, I've been listening. It's not that I'm wearing it out, but the, it just seems there's a season sometimes where something will just strike your heart. And when you capitalize on that, listen, when you capitalize on that, then you'll see some miracles. I'm just telling you, the anointing will come on you, and you just walk up, and you just touch somebody because the anointing's on you, and the power of God will go into them, and then suddenly they, woo, they're over in the realm of glory. And then suddenly they look at you, who are you? I'm not going to prophesy, but there'll be some challenges you'll face this week. I want to encourage you. to put some praise and worship music on when it, when it happens, especially if you get off the phone with somebody that's being really stubborn and doesn't want to change and is not listening to your wisdom and not listening to your advice and you're thinking, my God, why aren't people listening? And then you got to hang up with them. And Jesus, there is none like you. I guarantee you it will change the situation. How can you give such a good guarantee? Because the word says it does. That's the only... That's the only guarantee. That's just your opinion. It's not my opinion. You know what an opinion is? Let me share with you what an opinion is. This is this is an opinion. Check one two. Check one two. This is this is this is an opinion. You got it? On? Is it on? I mean, if I turn it on, it'd probably help if you push the button. Chest. What's an opinion? A transitory thought form floating on the oceans of your life. Translation: useless. A transitory thought form on the per. Uh, on, the, on your life of a personal universe. What does that really mean? Absolutely nothing. <clears throat> if Psalms 150 talks about praising God on the string instruments, symbols, then you know that it's a powerful thing. Do you not know that even right now in heaven, the angels are worshiping? They are praising God. There are angels around the throne of God constantly worshiping. That's the reason why when Satan fell from heaven to earth, he perverted the music industry. Why? Because it moves you, spirit, soul, and body. Because there's just something about that weapon that's in your arsenal that brings an alignment, that brings an alignment to your thinking, brings an alignment to your thinking, worshiping God. There's two ways you renew your mind, one to the world or two to the word. But our minds are being renewed every single day through social media, through texting, through television. We live in the information age. There is nothing you cannot learn. You can actually become a doctor on YouTube. <laughs> Absolutely. You can become an auto mechanic on YouTube. I had to get some radios for the business to be able to work with some of the clients. And these radios are special radios <clears throat> that companies use and things like that. But here's the deal. 
the company was charging twice, almost three much, three times as much one of our clients. And I said to the client, I said, listen, let me look into it and see what I can do. So they were charging $450 for a radio that you could get for $150. I thought they took an advantage of you. So I said, let me look into it. They said, fine. So what I do is this. We needed the radios anyway because they already have a set of radios. So I went ahead and purchased the radios at a very cheap price. But I needed a program to be able to, to adjust the frequencies of the radios to match their frequency. And of course, these are Motorola f- things. So all of a sudden, I, you know, I went on, went on eBay. There's just about anything and everything you can get on eBay, praise God. And I got the CD, which was the download program, along with a certain cable that you have to use, and I put it on my computer. And so all of a sudden, I'm trying to sync the radios, and I'm having difficulty. So what do you do when you have trouble... <laughs> With instructions. Google, and they usually lead you to where? YouTube. So this time I did some reading on it and looked at YouTube, and there's some videos on it and everything. And then yesterday I hit paved dirt, and finally, great. Now I have a program to be able to program the radios. I talked to the individual that wants to buy the radios, which is like 20 of the radios, and I said, you could probably either do it Tuesday or anything, and we can program them. He's like, oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. We live in an information age. So you renew your mind two ways, to the world or to the word. And when you renew mind to the word, then you stay cognitive reasoning. You have wisdom, you have knowledge, you have understanding. And it's really, really important. So don't wait to come to church to put your praise on. When you're really going to need your praise is tomorrow morning when you're on your way to work. You're going to need your praise on Tuesday with the individual that you're struggling with. You're going to need your praise when somebody in traffic just cuts you off for no reason and flags you down with the digit as they're passing you by. I mean, is it just me or is I four multiplying as we continue along with the years? I think it was the entire country moving to Florida, especially Tampa or something like that. They must be. I mean, when you're up there in the frozen tundra for any long period of time, you're going to go either to California or you're coming to Florida. I mean, that's just the way it is. But you take your choice, earthquakes or hurricanes, whatever you like. You just go ahead and, you know, you enjoy the nice warm weather and everything like that, but just make sure you batten down the hatches and you know how to roll when you need to roll, depending on where you you're going. I mean, plant, give me, don't give me, is Plant City like growing too? I mean, I just found out that they sold the golf course in Walden Lake to a developer and they're going to start building houses. Yeah. They were they had the surveyors out there the other day. Yeah. There's a major manufacturing company that's going to open up 70 to 80 jobs that has moved into Plant City. So it's just, we're in a midst of an economic boom. Uh, and, and ready for this? They just signed the contract with the developer to develop downtown Plant City Midtown Renewal. And it's supposed to start in the next 12 to 24 to 36 months. And their whole goal is to totally renovate this whole area. You, you know how strategic, they're talking about 800 people moving downtown Plant City and apartment buildings are getting ready to build. Just this little area is about to increase in population, 800 people. Amen. 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 So I want to encourage you this morning. Man, whatever you're facing, whether it's with your kids, parents, whether it's with friends, relatives, your neighbors, It's for you personally facing some things, financially, physically, emotionally. Start to praise the Lord in the midst of it. Just take a pause. Put in a song. I'm sure there's some songs that really minister to you. Play them all day long. Let me finish with this. Hebrews 13, 15, it says this. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise unto God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. That's 
continually. That's just not on Sunday morning or Sunday night or Tuesday or whenever. You know, that's that's a constant thing. So what does praise include? It includes many things. Words of adoration, songs of exaltation, shouts of praise, praising in the dance, thanksgiving, the fruit of your lips giving praise to his name. I think that if you begin to incorporate this into your life, your marriage will change, your relationships will change, the way you look at things will change, the way you deal with individuals at work will change, the way you deal with your boss, employer, whatever it is, it will change. Now you may have to do it on a continual basis because God has to work with people in circumstances, but you will get a breakthrough. I'm telling you, you will break through into something. It's I, we've proven it in our lives. And many of you have proven it that if you do this, boom, something happens. And sometimes things take a little longer than what we like. But if you keep going and you don't stop, you'll have a breakthrough. You'll have a breakthrough because it changes the atmosphere. Let your home be a haven, not a war place. That people even walk into your home and they feel God. They sense God when they walk into your home. Have the determination, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We, we, we told our sons, my oldest son is not living right. You, you are more than welcome to come and live with us, but we're not playing this kind of music. We're not having these people over. It's okay to not have people over that don't want to change, that want to live like the devil. It's your home, your place, your haven, your secret place. Come on, hello, somebody. They don't want to change. Now, if they want to change and they don't want to talk about it, that's a different story. Open the door. Hello, open the door. But they don't want to change. They want to create a, they want to invoke something on your life. Nobody has a right to reap from somebody else's mistakes. I didn't sow for that. Amen. But if they, they want help, they want, they, want, they want security, they want a, a haven, door's always open. Just leave your luggage at the door. Amen. But come on in. We'll help you if you want help. You don't want help? If you don't have a secret place, get a secret place. You don't have a closet you can walk into. I mean, that was that's my, my secret place currently right now until we finish renovating the house, which we're doing. It's my closet. Used to that. Praise God. Amen with all the suits. So I'll walk in there, get on my knees. Inevitably, Jesse wants to come in there too. She lays down. It's the most amazing thing how the dog calms down when you're worshiping God. Yeah, she'll come in there and I even hear her praying in tongues occasionally. <laughs> I said, you keep on going, Jess, keep on going. I don't know if you saw my picture on Facebook. We, we had devotions the other day at the, at, the, at the breakfast table, you know. She's a word dog. I mean, she was paying attention and everything. I totally understood what she was reading to me. Praise God. Amen. So if you're facing a situation right now, stop worrying about it and go from worry to praise and give it some time. Keep praising till it changes. Come on, stand to your feet if you would. Thank you for joining us this week. It's our honor to serve you and be part of your walk with Christ. Don't forget to check out our website at lifefamilychurch.net. Have a blessed week and remember, the best is yet to come.